0: The Fantasy Couriers are proud to be sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. There are games for everyone and in many sports. But right now, it's best ball season. You can draft all year long. The season never ends. You can participate in a slow draft with an eight-hour clock or a fast draft with a two-minute clock. Stay tuned for some exclusive Fantasy Couriers best ball games during the offseason.
1: Yeah, so currently the biggest football game in town, is best ball mania 4 for those who that don't know best ball mania 4 is a big best ball fantasy football tournament of for it for the year last year number three was the biggest tournament of all time well, 500 000 entrants. that's a lot of, that's a big that's a big fantasy big fantasy pool right there prize pool of 10 million dollars that's a lot of money so best ball mania 4 be with total prize of 15 million dollars
0: so sign up now for underdog with the fantasy code couriers and they will double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars cash in case you missed that when you make your first deposit of ten dollars or more i didn't mention that before but ten dollars or more up to a hundred you get a hundred dollars in free credit plus i'll throw in a fantasy courier sticker you sign up i will email you fantasy courier swag oh we got stickers now working on some t-shirts you email me i'll mail it to you people that joined before Join one of these contests and I'll send you a sticker as well.
1: $100 and a free sticker. Can't go wrong. So right. join Underdog today and don't forget to use the code Couriers. A link is in the notes of the podcast. Now, on to the podcast. Captain Fellow Fantasy GMs, I am JJ Wang. He is the bearded one DJ Dub. And with our powers combined, we are the Fantasy Couriers.
0: Well, JJ Wang, it appears as though today the Fantasy Couriers is sponsored by Adidas, both of us sporting our black Adidas hats, you know. Wrong sport, but
1: you know, they got so they got yep.
0: some fingers in football.
1: With my daughter being a giant soccer star, I figured Adidas would be the way to go with her sports contract. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: that's, that's part of it. I like the black hat and the simplicity of my hat. Those of you that are listening to us on the podcast, now you got to check out the YouTube channel to see black hats with Adidas logos. They're really fancy, you know. Three yeah,
1: I th- typically don't wear hats, but I, I I bought this for when I referee soccer Um okay. be able to keep the sun out of my eyes and hair out of my face and everything like that, but typically don't wear a hat.
0: I've worn more recently because I'm in the middle of hair growth phase because the hair,
1: grow, hair, hair is all over the place right now. Uh, um, you ain't got to tell me, dude. I'm fully <laughs> fully aware of that situation.
0: Middle and stage. like I'm in that middle. It's the curly, weird stuff. So we, we have a hodgepodge of topics today for everybody. We are sorry we're a little late. If you tried to listen to us on Sunday, um, we just were traveling for the weekend, but we're, we're up. We're recording actually on Memorial Day. It's a a day that just takes a moment to remember people who sacrifice for our countries it's a it's it's a day i think a lot of people miss it's a pretty it's a pretty serious intense day and a pretty awesome day that we 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 um owe everything to right
1: yeah i don't think i don't think people miss it for purposefully people don't miss people don't miss it i mean they they expect they they um i don't know what to say they're waiting for Memorial Day to come for the start of summer, right? That's what yeah, they yeah, think they Memorial Day is. The reasoning, hot dog, you know, hot dogs and hamburgers. I mean, it's kind of like um, you know, Memorial Day and Veterans Day. You know, the beginning of summer, end of summer. Yeah, I guess, Memorial Day is for like the you know the people that have died in the wars. I kind of forget about that, but appreciate every. Well, of course, appreciate everybody that's died in the war for us. You know, it's terrible, but yeah, it's yeah. it takes it's, it um it's a um good day. Yeah.
0: So. That's our serious moment of the day, sponsored by the Fane Securities. Thank you for those who sacrificed. And now, on to football. So, J.J. Wang, I I did something, and I don't know if it was stupid or not. And it comes down to the first little couple questions I have for you. Um, Trading. Are you willing, if you have a team that's a contender, are you willing to stretch a trade to get your team to that next contendership?
1: Well, I mean, it depends on how far you stretch it. I mean, if if you stretch it to where you're – injuring your next contendership then i wouldn't stretch it that far but i mean if you've been if you've been in the championship contention for you know two years three years that window is probably about to close so you should probably make as many um trades or whatever you can to uh uh, fix your team before that window closes
0: so so here's my here's my trade that i want to start with in my regulators league I have a team. that's pretty stacked. I, I, I'll go over them at some point later on, but everything is set except for tight end. Tight, it's tight end premium, and I stuck with, like, Komet. Um I think that's pretty much it. I think I got Chig in there, but I just got Mark Andrews. You know, basically the next coming of Travis Kelsey for the next eight years or so. I gave up Cole Komet, Josh Palmer, a 2024 20, and a 2025 20, first, and a 26-3rd. So two firsts and Cole Komet. I mean, if you
1: think I mean if you think it's going to help you win a championship, I mean obviously Mark Andrews is better than Cole Komet. Maybe Cole Komet had a bomb year last year. Um, you just better hope Cole Komet doesn't fully explode and Mark Andrews just remains exploding. Well, like least... you said, you had to make a move. You gotta be trying to win a title. I mean, Mark Andrews is gonna win your championship this year.
0: Yeah, and, and it gave me Trevor Lawrence. Uh Trevor Lawrence, Pat Mahomes, Najee Harris, Bijan, AJ Brown, Drake London, Chris Godwin, Mark Andrews, Cam Akers, Jameer Gibbs are my starting lineup.
1: Yeah. I mean shouldn't have any issues winning.
0: Yeah, that, that 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 was the hope, taking it from worst to first. So I got two questions that were posted to us on Facebook from Jared. He wants to know what would an appropriate offer for Josh Allen in a one quarterback
1: league be? Oh, one quarterback. At such time, I don't play a lot of one quarterback leagues. So I'm not really sure. Um, I would have to have a, a quarterback in return. Well, man, not necessarily, because if it's a one quarterback league, get some guy waivers. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean that's tough. Like I said, I don't have a lot of knowledge of one quarterback. But I mean, I would probably, I would say at least start out with at least give me two first to start and a player. Maybe I'm not really sure. What do you? You play more one QB leagues than I do.
0: I'm in a couple one QB leagues and I got him years ago because we're still trying And one.
1: Well, so, when you say, when you say years ago, Josh Allen has only been playing for like, well, I got years. him two years
0: ago. <laughs> so I got, I got him two years ago, right. As he was start, right in the Ascension. And it's hard for us to end one quarterback leagues. Cause we either gauge quarterbacks too high or gauge quarterbacks too low. Cause we know in superflex quarterback is King. You got to have multiple quarterbacks. You got to have them popping around. But in, in the one-quarterback league, it it's almost case-to-case. Case. And I think with Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, John and Burrow probably, those four guys you can ask the ranch for because when you're in one-quarterback leagues and you get that young stud quarterback, you have nothing else to worry about. I had Drew Brees for a decade. I never carried another quarterback on, my, on that team. I would pick up some dude off waivers for the week because Drew Brees never got hurt. Or, like, right now I have Josh Allen, but my backup is I got Kyler for peanuts because nobody likes him anymore. And then Matt Stafford You're off... Good reason why. Yeah, <laughs> and I got Matt Stafford off waivers. So I've got some warm body for that. So, Josh, I mean, I would do at least a first and probably a skill position player, but it had to be a good first. Like, I wouldn't give... And it might even... I, I would... I mean, if you got Josh Allen and you're not contending, get some players that you can build with, maybe some rec- young receivers, maybe not even a pick, because you never know what the pick can be, but a receiver you can build with. I mean,
1: if if you're rebuilding, I mean, I don't even know why you'd get rid of Josh Allen. I mean... Yeah, because then you, it's one piece you don't have to worry about. Yeah, so, I mean, you've already got the most important, well, I don't want to say the most important, but, I mean, you've got an elite, elite quarterback. I, I would just leave that alone. Like, but like I said, I mean, it's fantasy. I mean people want to make trades and sometimes they'll trade the, you know, they'll trade the big guys, but that's a tough trade to make, man.
0: It is. I like your point there for people to think about. If you are rebuilding, if you got a quarterback in your set, why? Like I tossed him out just for poops and grins in one of my leagues. And then I realized the dude still scores 30 points a week.
1: Yeah. I mean, what are you going to get in replacement for Josh Allen if you're rebuilding? I mean, I mean, you go into the draft, thinking, all right, I need to get a quarterback where my team is never going to win. Well, you already got your quarterback. And now you can just fill in around them.
0: And in one quarterback, you can win with the waiver wire if you're smart. So it depends upon your fantasy prowess as well. So if you're a person that can play the waiver wire well, heck, you know, you know just follow whoever's playing the most terrible team in the league. So basically what the Cardinals this year. Or, yeah, and, I mean
1: you could. I mean you could. I mean <laughs> that's definitely a route to go. But I would still rather have Josh Allen than play the waiver wire. That's my. I guess, uh, if I was to do a one quarterback round, I would not I prefer. Did. I would not prefer the waiver wire game when it comes to QB. You
0: know, it's ironic. I have Josh Allen on both of my single quarterback leagues, so I'm set for the next decade. Uh, Maybe. Rich, you you might have heard of this guy, Rich. I don't know. Uh, uh, he's been on the show. He's got course. a question, and it has to do with a. Uh, uh, between, it's actually him and me, what is the trade value of Chris Olave in, and I'm assuming he's talking about a super flex tight end premium PPR league.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, in that in that league, I would say the people that you're trading with probably value him a little different because, <laughs> but talking to me. I mean, I mean <laughs> if, you're me looking at, if you're looking at Olave right now, um and if they, just say you look at this year's draft, I'm probably, you know, you're taking the three quarterbacks, the two running backs, and then maybe Jigba, And then I would take Olave. So, I mean, if you're looking at this oh, wow. year, probably, probably like the 106, I'd be interested because Olave was a monster. I mean, he's already proven, you know he's good. I'd probably take that proven commodity over some of these younger receivers that, you know, it wasn't a great class anyway, right?
0: Yeah, he calculates right about – I ran it through a couple. He calculates right about the 102, and he's still more valuable than the 102.
1: So, well, yeah, yeah, but, I mean, if you look at it that way in terms of the 102, but if you look at it in terms of who you're drafting with the 102
0: well, – I put in Gibbs, too, So I've looked at it. and
1: it's. So, I mean, I would I, I would probably draft Gibbs before I would draft – you know, you know, Alave, and I would draft. You know, like I said, the three quarterbacks, and of course Bijan before I would go Alave.
0: Yes, yeah, I, I was sort of in there, right above it. I, I think I take a, in Dynasty. I'm, I'm starting to lean towards the receiver, stretching the receiver a little farther. No, yeah, really? you can't.
1: But I, I kind of. But if you, but the running back being rare, the Ooh. value for a running back coming out of the draft will be a little higher than a receiver coming out of the draft and then you can flip that running back for more value than coming and then what you got for the draft.
0: Yeah. So
1: that's how I, that's how I kind of look at
0: it. The last point there with trading, something I've been hearing a lot, and I've got to figure out how to convince myself to do it is I got to start trading my running backs, being willing to like, you know, we fall in love with players. And that's sort of the theme of today is guys you, you just can't get rid of. And I'm not talking about like – I could have written Joe Mixon on this list that we're going to talk about today, but I can't get rid of him because nobody wants him. But guys, we don't want to get rid of, but running backs, a lot of the the dynasty people I listen to throughout the podcast community say trade the running back before they get the second contract. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. obviously. Yeah, I mean, Why can't we do it?
0: Why, why don't we do it
1: more? Because um, most people – well, most people don't want to get out from under these running backs the year early before their contract. You can't wait the year after, like you're in Joe Mixon. If you were to try to get rid of Joe Mixon before last season, not an issue. But you needed Joe Mixon. Now you're you you do not want him. You're trying to get rid of him. Now you're stuck, and you're going to get you're going to lose. You might as well just might as well just keep him at this point. Yeah. But yeah, we don't want the the running back before their um second contract. But you've got to be able to risk getting rid of that running back with one good year left so you don't so you're not stuck with him after that contract.
0: I did it once. I traded away Adrian Peterson the year That's of the, a, the year of his two thousand yard
1: season. Well, I mean <laughs> But other, I won the championship I, that year. Other than that, I mean pretty much every other I mean Christian McCaffrey's second contract's really good, but all the other ones are dreadful, and you would have loved to get out from underneath of them before they would have signed up.
0: Yeah, it sounds sort of stuck. But, yeah, so um, I have another qu- see. I have one last question that will be a quick one for you. How do you avoid rookie fever and messing up your teams?
1: Um, Get rid of your draft picks. <laughs> I
0: mean I – No, mean, but just, if you – I don't have draft picks. You know, and you, you, don't have draft picks. You're like, ooh, I want in. I want in. I want in.
1: I mean, that's – you just – I mean, that's just – Life, right? I mean, with anything, anything, any anytime you want to do something, you just gotta fight the urge. Or I mean, it's fantasy; it's not real. I mean, you don't even have to fight it. Just go blow, mess your team up. I mean, who cares? You can fix it (laughs) again, right? i
0: have seen that happen. Okay, so going into today's key topic here, uh, JJ Wang and I were talking, and he's like, "What about players that you have that you keep on your teams, but you?" Just can't get rid of. There might not be a reason for it. It might be like him. It might be past performance. So we're going to toss out a handful of players both of us have or like that we just can't get rid of, and maybe we should, or maybe we'll tell the other person, no, 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 keep that guy. The future's bright.
1: Yeah, so over the last couple weeks, you know, with um, with the rookie drafts coming in, the influx of talent, you're having to clear out your roster. Oh, that's um, and unfortunately, the guys you have to clear out or, you know, are the guys from previous years drafts that you really like and you don't want to get rid of. So that's kind of why I did this. I mean, it was, I, I kind of enjoyed it looking through all these players and all these teams. Like, yeah, I, I like that guy. I wish I could have him on my team. But then you think, well, if he was on my team, I would just have to drop him for, you know, the incoming rookies or somebody else. So, I mean, it was fun. I mean, like all these guys that I have, I mean, I like, well, not, there's like two I don't like, but I mean, it was fun to go through all these guys that probably won't be on anybody's roster in the next year or two.
0: Yeah, I, I'm sitting there in a bunch of areas going, man, I have it in, in our one league that we do together, auction draft. I was like, cool. There's some guys on waivers I want. Crap! There's no guys from my team I can drop, and I'm three guys over the season starting (laughs) roster. Who am I gonna? I want to pick that guy up. Oh my god! And it's that time of year, and then you know what? Come October, there's six guys on our teams that aren't worth a crap. That were just like, man, I wish I'd dropped that guy. All those guys
1: (laughs) that you didn't want to drop are worthless, and you and like one guy that you want that you should have picked up off the waiver wire ends up being like a starting running back and you're like man i'm an idiot but i mean it happens every year i don't care what you say i don't care who you are you could be the hardest person in the world you've got affection for some of these guys that you just don't want to get rid of
0: yeah so who's
1: your first guy my first guy is probably my all-time favorite fantasy guy um that's james robinson um according you know he came in undrafted everybody loved the guy he was um undrafted Got him cheap. Um, he had the big year, and then he just kind of faded after that. Now he's in New England, stuck behind Ramondre. Um, you know, he's the RB1. Nobody really likes the New England running back situation ever. So I'm thinking James Robinson is definitely one of those candidates. Um, last year in Jacksonville, he started out strong and this just completely faded away. And now he's stuck here with James Robinson. I got James Robinson and there also Pierre Strong. You he could throw him in there too. So are both of these guys roster cloggers or are you holding on?
0: Um, I've got James Robinson, but it's only because I have roster space. Yeah, <laughs> he, He's a guy that he, – he is a guy that uh, we all love because the story is great. And when they drafted ETN, I remember exactly where I was. I was listening to a podcast, and they're like, yeah, they just drafted ETN. I was kayaking. And I'm like – I had my headphones on. I'm like, oh come on, man! James Robinson was so good. It's it's and I mean, I think it was I like ETM, but I think it was a terrible pick for the um, Jaguars for what they were trying to do. It's he's fine now, but I just think it was a pick that they didn't need, and they'd have been great with James Robinson. But then the Achilles slowed him down, and then they just tossed him to the side. And being in New England just sucks, Ramondre. uh, Unless we are all wrong, and he played in, and we're not paying attention to how he played last year are they so dumb to not play Ramondre next week,
1: next year? Like, Oh, no, they're like, definitely playing Ramondre. you yeah, have a total roster clog, right? I mean, Ramondre is definitely the RB1, but you also got to look at it in terms of NFL. RB1s or RB2s and RB3s aren't necessarily roster cloggers, depending on the running back room. There's only one legit running back in New England. There's got to be one or two more that, Will be relevant at some point. It's just will it be like the pass catcher and Pierre Strong, maybe Kevin Harris? You brought him up, or will it be James Robinson? Just maybe James Robinson. It just isn't that third down tight back, you know that he'll get a lot of run. And are you ever going to play James Robinson? He
0: he no, he's the one you had dropped. Like if you have this spot, Pierre Strong, I don't think we think he's going to be an all star, but he could. New England likes to use various backs and. They're not going to give Mac Jones the ball all the time, so it's...
1: Yeah, you and you need a third down back. I mean, Pierre yeah. Strong is the third down back, and Ramondre can yeah, catch
0: nice. Apparently, yeah. he learned to catch. Like, he didn't catch much in college, and all of a sudden, blood out. He's well-rounded, yeah. So it's... Yeah, my, my guy's all your fault, my first guy. I blame you 100% for this guy. It's fine. It, it, it's his second year in the league. He didn't do diddly squat last diddly year. Squat. You almost had me convinced that I should take him in the first round of the rookie draft last year.
1: I think I did take him in the first round of the rookie draft <laughs> last year.
0: And we're, we're talking about Austin Eckler's fourth, fifth, seventh, eighth string backup running back, Isaiah Spiller, who... Senior last year in Texas A&M had over a thousand yards in SEC. Coming in, we're like, this is a great situation. Eckler's on his last leg, and then all Eckler does is just put up continued monster numbers. And then off season, Eckler's looking for trades. Oh, and oh no, let's go back in season last year. Spiller even dropped. They were playing um, those Josh other Kelly. Josh Kelly, who we thought was washed. He was really pretty, good, by the way. He looked pretty
1: good, by the way, and he, his, did. he did.
0: But, and and he did. So did Spiller make people mad? And then we're like off season. Okay, Eckler's looking for a trade. Cool. Then they just renegotiated Eckler's get. Well, they get him his incentives. So Eckler's there all this year. Isaiah Spiller's going into year two. Uh, I think we now he does the ball just about three or four more times than we did last year, and but he's still fresh legs. SEC running back, second year running back. Do I gotta drop him?
1: Uh, I don't know. I mean, so. I've I pretty much got Spiller in every league that i that I'm in. So honestly, I have dropped him in a couple leagues um, just to make room because for players that I don't have in certain leagues. So I mean, he is droppable. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's a high-powered offense. Austin Eckler is a, you know a high usage running back. I mean, injuries do happen. They do got Josh. They do have Josh Kelly who played really well last year. Um, you one of those one of those running backs have to be rostered. It's just whichever one you prefer, but I do think one of the backup running backs in San Diego or Los Angeles has to be rostered. And at this point, Kelly, right? a, major, a majority, a majority of my leagues, I would still roster Spiller, but I would not harp on anybody that wants to give up on him. So at he's
0: into 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 the bench, like he, he oh, a roster spot. He's there right now, but
1: but yeah, I mean, I've, like I said, I've dropped him in a couple leagues. I mean, it's not I mean, it happens. yeah
0: okay right.
1: So my next guy, I got two guys here on the same team, um both of them young wide receivers. um and I'm gonna to go to, um down here to Carolina with the brand new running or quarterback in Bryce young. And I'm gonna go wide receivers Terrace Marshall and LaVisca Chenault. Um, LaVisca Chenault, just 24 years old. Everybody loved him coming out of Colorado, played with Jacksonville. First season was okay. Second was bad. Then last year, I mean, he had a stint here. He looked, he, at least you could see him playing last year. And then Terrace Marshall didn't really do much last year. Nobody on that offense done has really done it. Neither one of these running uh, receivers has really done anything. But they're going to need a receiver to step up. They really don't have anybody. They lack offensive weapons all over the place. So are you holding on to these guys or are they roster followers? I
0: actually traded away Terrence Marshall. Do I have any more shares? I'm not sure. I traded away one of my Terrence Marshall shares with the third to move up and get Josh Downs in one of my recent drafts. Like, Terrence Marshall's that LSU pedigree. You're like, dude, he he played with Jefferson. Terrence Marshall's got to be good. He's got to be. And he's had terrible quarterbacks. I mean, he had Sam Darnold, J.J. Wang's favorite quarterback. He, you know, he's had garbage. And there are Terrence Marshall truthers out there. Of the two, if you had to keep one, it would be Marshall. LaVisca Chanel, you can throw him to waivers and probably pick him up in three months because he's probably not going to do anything. He's there because you got Chark in there. you got Mingo, who's the guy they drafted. They signed Chark. So these are guys that were from – they're not Frank Reich's guys. So, they got
1: Thielen too. They brought in Thielen.
0: Oh, yeah. The, yeah. So, I mean, right now, what Thielen is, is going to be their one.
1: That is dreadful. That is so bad.
0: I'm, I'm more into it than you are. I don't think he's going to be a superstar. I don't know
1: why I mean, you're that, into it at but, all. Yeah. I, don't, I just I don't get it.
0: Uh, I, it, a young quarterback likes tight ends and veteran receivers that know what they're doing. They don't have to teach me. Well go, yeah, he
1: knows what oh, he's doing, but right. he back. he wasn't he wasn't doing very much when he had Justin Jefferson opposite him last year. So
0: That's <laughs> well, because Kirk Cousins had laser vision. Um but yeah, I don't think so. I I, just, I just, at Marshall I, if you have the deep rosters out of rostering. Visca see you later, dude.
1: Yeah, I agree. Munchin. But I still like Lavisca just because.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, this is my just because here. My my favorite player last year's draft, and I got him almost everywhere is Justin Ross. Hey,
1: this you like him because of me too. Yeah. I, I, well,
0: I I think we both hit him about the same time, and then I got I. But he he is basically living off of his freshman year at Clemson when he had well, a thousand he should, yards. He, I mean,
1: be, he he should be well, able to.
0: Freshman in the sophomore year was good. Then he had that dreadful injury, which scared everybody. It was, it was a spine neck thing and he's six, four, two of a big dude. He's in a stellar offense. All I mean, he's a guy. I just wanted to say his name. Like you, you can't drop him. I don't think based upon the news coming out of Casey, but he's done diddly squat. So if your team is stacked, there might be some numbskull probably like me or you that will trade for him, but. He's he's almost based upon doing nothing in that fear. Like some re- the reason some people are swaying away from Tua because of the, his noggin. He, Justin Ross is one you know back next flat from setting it. Like the fear is like he's gonna be paralyzed or something. Like people are scared. KC went through and did their diligence, but he could be a monster.
1: Yeah, I mean people are scared, but I mean they not, they're not scared enough to put him not put him out there on the field. Um, Pat Mahomes says. Pat Mahomes really likes him, evidently. Trey Lance really likes him, too. They were all thrown together. Yeah, Trey Lance. Good buddy. But, um, But, yeah, uh, um, what's his name? Pat Mahomes really likes him. He looks good. Big, big dude. Big target. Most likely the biggest receiver that they have. I know Scanling's, Scanling's a pretty big dude, but he's, he's not very good. Put um, him on this list. Justin Ross is probably <laughs> – yeah, he's roster clogger. But, yeah, I mean, if I got Justin Ross on my team, I'm holding – I'm going to hold him just for the lottery ticket that is the Kansas City offense.
0: Yeah, it's, that's that's where I'm rolling as well. Like, I I got him a couple places. No, and people are asking for him too. So he's, it's not. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's that's, that's is You could play that ticket or not. It's a ticket right now.
1: It's amazing what a YouTube video will do with these guys in shorts, man. I mean, you got them looking all big and strong catching passes. I mean, like why can't you do that in an NFL game, right?
0: Samuel Laporta, what's going to happen, dude? Yeah, you never know. <laughs>
1: all right. So, my guys, I got another. So, running back was the, by far the easiest to do this with. I mean, it, you just look at it, just running backs, just all over the place. So, I'm going to go to running back. I'm going to go to um, up, up Cleveland. So, we know the RB1, Nick Chubb, 100%. Um, RB2 Um, last year, Cream Hunt is gone. So, what we got here is Jerome Ford. You know, big-time college guy, you know, played really well at Cincinnati with Desmond Ritter, played really well. Went to Alabama, couldn't get on the field with Alabama. Understandably, Damien Harris, um, Josh Jacobs, Najee Harris. You know, it's hard to play with those guys. So he goes to Cincinnati, kills it. Now I think he's in an ideal situation. He is RB2 on a run-heavy offense. Um, They like to run the ball. Nick Chubb has not been, you know, that workhorse running back. In his whole career, that we've wanted him to be, so Jerome Ford is definitely a roster guy, right? Oh
0: yeah, I, I just looked him up. I forgot how good he was. Nineteen, yeah,
1: touchdowns. killed it, man. I, oh, I, I, yeah. So I, I know he wasn't a roster clogger. I know that, but yeah, I, yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to bring him up just so people can remember that this guy should be on your team and be ready to fill in at a second's notice
0: you know I, I he was a roster clogger on my team last year so i don't believe anymore because i drafted yep. him for a dollar in an auction league and then i'm like man i gotta drop someone and well the fourth string running back and i was right i mean he got what 22 carries something ridiculous yeah because
1: i think i don't Ernest johnson i don't think is there anymore no, he's
0: in Jacksonville.
1: yeah i think yes yep. i mean it's,
0: it's the jerome ford show or or it's they're gonna just run the wheels off of chubb one more just to Get everything they can out of Chubb this year, or they'll do something stupid like bring back Dead Cream Hunt. Which, I mean, I mean that I'm on the Jerome Ford camp. So,
1: oh, absolutely. But like I said, they they haven't given Chubb like that workhorse role at any point in his career. I can't
0: imagine them just switching it up now. And and Chubb only sure. ran for 1,500 yards last year, so he and Cream Hunt was terrible. So he almost was a workhorse because of how bad Hunt was. So if Jerome Ford can even do anything, it'll. I think it'll. I think minimizing Chubb's usage is probably better. Like with a lot of running backs, if you don't get them hit as much, you probably get more out of them.
1: Oh, absolutely. 100%.
0: Okay, so let's see. I'm going to throw Oh, I'm going to go with one more. I got one more old guy. I think we're about that time. This is an old guy. You can't trade him. I got him off waivers. I literally picked him up off waivers last week. Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson is probably one of my – Favorite, least favorite fantasy player, football players in the history of fantasy sports. The other year when he had that monster game for Jacksonville, uh, he knocked me out of the playoffs with a stud team. And I'm talking the other year, like you know, 2015. He had that really good year with Jacksonville, knocked me out of the playoffs. And then I came back the next year and picked him up and he was garbage, and then he tore his ACL. Then he went to Chicago, and he was pretty good. And then I traded for him, and then he was poo. And then he went to the Rams, and he was poo. And now he's basically an extra piece in Pittsburgh on a team that has Deontay Johnson, the one. George Pickens, I like, and I'm, but I'm fearing I'm getting some of this Odell Beckham kind of vibes out of George Pickens that I don't want to get because he's, I mean, really, he had a decent year, but he's known for that, like, Super pretty catches. Is Allen Robinson a roster clog or a sneaky wide receiver three on an improved Pittsburgh team?
1: I would go wide hey, receiver three.
0: We're talking, we're not talking for a lot there. We're talking he'll be the the big guy that gets a couple of touchdowns.
1: Yeah, but you're also talking a wide receiver three on an offense that may not throw it a whole lot, right? So you got Deontay Johnson getting like, 140, 140 targets because that's just what Deontay Johnson does. Yeah. Then you got George Pickens coming into his second year, most likely getting more targets. Um pass firing still a top tight end. Um, Kenny Pickett's gonna love this guy. You got Najee Harris catching passes out of the backfield. I mean, you're probably talking about fifth, sixth receiving option on that team on on a team that's, that's probably tough. not gonna throw it a whole lot unless they just open it up with Kenny Pickett. So I'd say Allen Robinson, based on his injury history, I say roster clogger.
0: Yeah, it's that's a I picked him up. I had the space, so it's a, it's it's a it's it's a sad one. Yeah, but he's
1: one of those guys. He's one of those guys that you like, and you're like, yeah, I like this guy. I'm gonna throw him on my team.
0: We have a love hate relationship. Any
1: any quick hits as we close out? Oh, I got all kinds of. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go down to Atlanta. The guy that's been a fantasy asset the last two years, just randomly out of the blue, because the previous seven he was no good. That's Cordero Patterson. Um, two years ago, Cordero Patterson came in, killed it, um, RB one at then last year. They brought in Algiers. He, he was still okay. Now they bring in Bijan. Cordero's thirty two. Um, they lack receiving options in Atlanta, so he could still hang on there. Um, Cordero Patterson, roster clogger or no?
0: Oh, he's cut. Done. Not even not even not even a thought for me he's the third running back I would rather have Mac Hollins than Cordero Patterson oh, just, God. yeah like, I just think Cordero I mean he he had that run he was awesome you hit him you Cordero. hit him right at the right spot on here I remember talking about him a lot as you hit him uh and my la- my last guy here is KJ Osborne he's going to be a quandary for a lot of teams because of the Addison signing i mean he was never going to be the the um wide receiver one. I'm mad at him because he cost me a championship. Going to a championship game, I would have won last year because I played him.
1: That's not his I, fault. That's he, your fault.
0: No, he had. A, he was playing really good. Then he decided to die. So, but Addison came into town. There are some people who still think that KJ Osborne could be an asset. Is he a roster clogger, or or is he that guy you gotta keep? Because
1: who knows? Addison could suck. I'd say one more year. I say you give him one more year. I think he still stay. i um, don't give me he's at I think I say he's at the top of the roster clogger list. Mm-hmm. So um, he's at that point. If you need a spot, okay, yeah, you've got to drop him. But I think he's probably worth holding on for one more year. Not even a whole year, maybe a half a year, just to see how he is in the offense. Because yeah. sometimes receiver sometimes receivers take a little bit, a little longer to come along and KG Osborne was starting to show some things last year. I think he was a wide receiver 3 Lowman, wide receiver three last year. So, I mean, there was something starting, but this Addison thing really hurts him a lot.
0: The dude's consistent, 655, 650 yards in yeah. the last two years.
1: <laughs> he's been really – I mean, he's been he's been good. I was hoping maybe he'd get that number two spot, but he's yes. been hazard.
0: Drafting Addison. So, okay, J.J. Wang, let's go and enjoy a week, get ready for another – exciting week of work but a four-day work week can't
1: beat that work week. yeah can't beat that um so i want to start this off by saying this is not football related in any stretch of the means i want to start this off by saying i have never been a fast runner by any stretch of the means i hate running never been a good runner never but i always thought that i would always be able to outrun my daughter oh no know? so according course, my daughters a soccer player she's you know, really good. I'm her dad, so I'm going to be biased. But I think she's really good. She has gotten since she so she played her first year of JV soccer this year. Um, she has gotten so fast. So I was like, yeah, we can race. So we, it was only like 50 yards, maybe down and back. We took off. I knew within three steps, I was not catching this girl. I, it was just like <laughs> I've come to the point where I cannot beat a 13 year old girl. Um, I mean, I'm happy, but at the same time, I'm kind of sad. You mean (laughs) old.
0: old. You mean old. Oh, yeah. I'm kind (laughs) of
1: old, too. So I'm not going to be able to trust myself anymore, but I'm going to have to. So as always, trust yourself and trust the process.